I can get this out hopefully by the end of the 4th of July week. Hopefully I could finish it Monday. I've off the the boss gave us off on Monday, the 4th of July. We get to work until 10 p.m. the night before. We got to be back at 7 a.m. the next morning, but we're off on the 4th of July. So God bless. God bless the greatest nation on earth. Welcome to the show, everybody. We're here live from Garbage Juice Podcast, home base, Operation Mothership, codename, The Steel Wall, Trump-supported child, The Wall. Uh, we're in we're in headquartership. We're at the beginning of another great episode ahead of us. Lee, how you feeling tonight? You know, I got myself a nice uh, Japanese Sapporo here. Uh, it's pretty good. Yeah, actually, I was looking at it, and these are made in Canada now. So, uh, you know, what? Well, never mind. How did that happen? Mm. Who did that? That's all right. I don't know. They all just buy each other. When when was all of our? When was the best Japanese beer? When was it stopped being made in America and started being made in Canada? When did who took those jobs from us? Probably Obama, the Mexicans. Obama. Obama did. <laughs> Folks, uh, we're a, a lifestyle show. If you've never you've never listened to us before, my name's Ryan. I'm in the great state of Georgia in the capital city. I'm in the capital terrace, living atop the the rest of the lower plebeians in the city i'm right near the the capital and all the best um infrastructure best um restaurants and cityscapes vistas allowed for the the upper realm of the middle realm of the lower middle upper class and as uh as an upper middle lower middle upper lower middle member i get um i get perks to some of the greatest things around the the capital of the south the crown jewel of the Chattahoochee. We like to get into hijinks, uh, fun stuff for the family and for friends. Just gathering around with some Mike Hard Lemonades. Lee, tell us about yourself. From the swamps of Florida, reporting in to the Garbage Juice Podcast, this is Lee. Uh, not the capital, because back when they made the capital of Florida, this was uh, didn't exist. But down here in the south of Florida, South Florida, in the swamps, uh, reporting live on what's going on here in the great state of Florida, as, as we call it. Uh, and Ryan, also, you have a connection to the great state of Florida uh, as a Jacksonvillian. That's right. I grew up in the northern, uh, the northern rung of the Floridian Margaritaville Archipelago, uh, Jacksonville Beach, Florida, a beautiful sanitation plant of <laughs> of culture and ideas run through the sewer piping of america and they wash right out via the the northern flow of the saint john's uh feeding the atlantic ocean uh and those waters of thought jet right into the the gulf stream the warmer waters yeah, I think I've said this on the show before. Yeah. But you put Jacksonville in the same, you say London, New mm -hmm. York, mm -hmm. Tokyo, Hong what Kong. You, what are you thinking? Yeah. Dubai, Jacksonville, Jacksonville Florida. Like, literally right 100%. in the same 
repentance. One hundred percent. Yeah, and um, I think most people do. Uh, most people will relate that the history of Jacksonville, the amount of artists that go through that city, the amount of artists that started, uh, that got their start either being from Jacksonville or having a connection with Jacksonville, just right there. Um, it's actually quite impressive, and most people, most people don't really know. Um, there's so many great cities along the Atlantic Ocean, up and down uh, the, the, you know, Florida, Florida Keys, all the way up to the first coast, which for a while I thought that was Jacksonville. It's actually Fernandina. And then you get into uh, coastal wetland areas that are, you know, we can't build on them yet, but I think, I think Governor DeSantis, DeSantis might help us out with that problem. Let me welcome you to the freest state in these United States. Because what, what could the wetlands use? What's the one um, thing fueling or still rock hard? Let me, as an let me guess. Let me guess. Uh, oil extraction? Do those wetlands have oil in them? I, you know what? I think there's only one way to find out, for one. <laughs> Start drilling, yeah. first of all. Yes. If, there's, if there's an area in this country that doesn't have a road running through it, a house on it, or a shopping mall, start drilling there because you might find, if you go deep enough, I'm certain you'll find something that we can use to power this economy. We're going to find something under there. Yeah. Maybe that's something. What maybe that's what they're really <laughs> afraid of. We're going to find, we're going to find something down there. Um, that, that's probably already been a movie. Um, where a bunch of scientists drill really deep into the Earth's core, mm-hmm. and you find s- something you didn't expect. Yeah, Hor- something horrible. The dinosaur show Lost with the animatronic dinosaurs, right? Wasn't that down to the center of the Earth? The um, the journey well, to the lost? center. Lost. No. <laughs> the television show. Uh, the journey to the center of the Earth. The movie. That's a movie. Um, the uh crazy fortune found by um film actor great nicholas cage in um the movie where he steals the declaration of independence is that all one thing is that all one thought a couple movies there there's a couple movies in that <laughs> what's it called what, what i wanted to if, if we're going on the path of introductions here i don't want to focus so much on jacksonville because it's a to place uh, that most people uh, probably haven't been and don't really need to. Orion and I met in university. I could we call it university? Mm-hmm. College? In, while we were both in college, let's say that. Mm-hmm. We're college friends. For anyone listening who doesn't know our relationship, we're college friends. And that's how we got our start, living in the same house in the college ghetto under the shadow of Dope Campbell Stadium and the sweaty taint known as Tallahassee. Beautiful, North Florida. I tell you what, North Florida, they've got, they've got the spring heads and it's summertime. Hey, what better an activity than going floating down uh, one of God's most beautiful, uh, mildly moving current freshwater streams. <laughs> you want enough current to take you so you need like uh, elevation change in the area. You need a freshwater spring head that's going to shoot out 72 degree water all year round, straight from the depths of the Floridian aquifer. And you get on your tube, you park your cars down river, and you go for about 
four to seven hours and you get as many people as you know that can stand you for for a day's worth of travel and everyone gets a flotation device of some sort and then you get one flotation device dedicated to for the cooler they fill that cooler up with as much alcohol and beer as you can get on your way down on the local uh convenience store if it's open at that time of the morning uh pending again on uh the wonderful alcohol sales laws all across the south that's going to vary from state to state but county to county county to county uh uh, but getting back you're you got maybe a couple vehicles following you and you're trying to figure out what to put your butt in so it's not going to get wet while you're floating down the and then you get take a van where you get to the parking lot the down river and the van or the bus is going to pull you back up they're going to you're going to hop in it's going to be really hot and sweaty there's not going to be air conditioning in that vehicle and you're going to be applying your sunscreen and it's going to be roughly like 8 45 9 45 a.m maybe a little later because you were you it took you a while to get on the road and you're trying to put on you apply you just applied the sunscreen you already forgot something you can't turn around you left something in your car and you're, you're kind of pissed about it and so did someone else but fuck it you got the beer you got that cooler going and then you get you get dropped off and you jump in and you start tying everyone together and you're like yo this is dope and it is it's one of the best ways to spend a summer day and if maybe if you're not from uh, god's country deep south maybe you don't know that that's an activity maybe this is more common than um my small mind can conjure but it's a great time to uh pass some time so it's a great time to uh what get was together the name with that place there's so many of them but uh Jenny Springs is one. Jenny Springs. And I always forget what, like, whatever, because in between Austin and San Antonio, around San Antonio, there's, you could, there's like rivers that people go tubing in. And, um, you know, I guess it kind of varies on where you have access to some like tubable waters where you get your, yeah, your, your uh, car tube inflatable whatever how long is that trip how long was that trip man there's down down the river sometimes it's like like seven hours hours. two hours to seven hours based on because this is all like um like sometimes they could be controlled by dams in the area too they purposely will let out a little bit of water at certain times to keep is this a just a memory that popped in your head as we talked about Tallahassee? Like this I mean, is one just of the like better, a... this is one of the better talking points about Tallahassee. Some <laughs> people actually don't. So it turns out some people don't like it. What Tallahassee? Turns out if you mention it, some people they're like, yeah, I mean it's kind of a ghetto place. But really, what is uh, it these days? Yeah, really. Uh, the the lazy river experience. Um, I think it is kind of unique in, in the southern United States because everyone knows where the lazy river is. But to be able to do that in nature, um, it's pretty cool. Just drink for about, you know, anywhere between, as you said, two to seven hours uh, on a tube heading downstream. Uh, that's 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 the southern economy right there. That's that's what we bring. We need more tubing. This is going on the agenda. Folks, yeah. we're, we're we're two guys. We've known each other since the latter aughts, if you'll allow me to use the term, the um, 
the mid mid no, latter aughts. So post 2007, 2006. Yes. Yes. And uh, we've kept in contact over the years and over the countries and over the regions. We've we pin pal for close to a decade on notes about bringing entertainment and bringing today's top stories and most uh, meaningful uh, tidbits to our listener base and the Garbage Juice Podcast, season one, Podcasters in Space. The dirty child, the dirty <laughs> redheaded child that came from our podcast, pa- pod, potters. Podcasty? Podcast. What was the fucking name of it? It had a name. There was a name of the season. But, you know, I'll uh, here we are. This has been a dream of ours um, for a very long Decades time. Decades in the making. Decades and we're happy We're happy that you found us on your radio dial. We're happy that you, you're tuned in. Let's start the show. <laughs> hey, so what's on you? So do, do you want to reminisce about Tallahassee or do you want to talk about... Uh, you want to talk? Do you have anything on your agenda for today? I'll tell you what's on the agenda, boy. Our last episode, we got into some really strong points, and I can't help but feel that there's there is a chance that some of some of the show might not reach Biden's desk. We have <laughs> we have a lot of good pointers on that. Um, I hope you know his staff is is really working hard to bring this country back to what it needs to be because. We're here on a we're we're working like most Americans through a Fourth of July weekend. By the time that this show comes out, Fourth of July will be on everyone's front doorstep. It'll be in every everyone's cul-de-sac. It'll be charred into our hearts and our minds and along with our streets and driveways. Fourth of July, we go to the store when we pick up that. 48 pack of glizzies, uh, guzzlers, wieners, dogs, franks, whatever your name is for a hot dog. We're, we're buying out Publix, Kroger, Ralph's, Wawa's, whatever the fuck they have elsewhere, mid, middle, <laughs> lower, western, like, yeah, eastern. Well, name was supermarket in California, um, you know, fucking Gelson's. No idea. Uh, that's the only ones I know, the California and the southeast and then the ones in Boston, I forgot. Market basket. Uh, maybe you're going to a market basket. Um, maybe a shop and save. Yeah. Over in Pittsburgh. There you go. Mid-Atlantic. What's up? Or, or Giant Eagle. Yeah. And I just, I think, I think the, the, the holidays is so special to us. And I know, Lee, I know that you have a lot to share about it. About the 4th of July? That's right. No, I, I like the poetry that you wove through that. Thank you. Statement. Um, it's hard. It's hard to remember. Like the quintessential Fourth of July has to be broken down into a few stages of life, right? When you're a kid, like let's say you're ten years old, what's the coolest thing to do on Fourth of July? Blow shit up. Go to a baseball game. Watch the fireworks. Game. Right. That's right. That that's probably the most American thing you can do. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you have parents who actually supervise you properly, right, or, or don't let yeah. you don't let you play with uh, explosive devices for the, the age of the neighborhood 17. is a rich environment for a child. 
the neighborhood. Well, my middle, my uh, middle class ass would go to a baseball game. The neighborhood mm. of 1978 Jacksonville Beach, Florida, was a rich and natural environment for a child. And but, and then when you're a teenager, that Fourth of July experience turns into you know pool with the friends, something like that. You know, hanging out with your friends, going to the pool, going to the beach, depending on where you live, being more with your friend group. And then as you reach your 20s, at least for me, it was about how much I could drink in a eight hour period and eat. You know, that that kind of is what it become. And now it's just, I just want to be left the hell alone, you know, as you enter your 30s. So that that's, I just, I just want, I, I, I don't want anyone to talk to me, right? I don't, I don't even want, I don't care. You get all old yeah. and curmudgeon-y as you, as you reach your 30s. No, I, I think uh, we really have to, I got kids, we got to take them to see fireworks and go to the beach and all these things. But um, it is a uniquely American holiday, a uniquely American holiday, fireworks, barbecue, not working, um, drinking. Yeah. Hell what yeah. do you think? I approve of uh, everyone's right to have a 4th of July that lasts well into the week and starts days before. <laughs> I mean, that's probably one of the things I'm most fired up about today. And, um, you know, uh, going into going into this holiday because I myself don't have that. That is um, time away, time, you know, from uh, actually working as much as I want to, to the time that I can have a, like not clocked in. I think we all i think it should be a right to um all americans to have off around all holidays so they can join in to the party because it's like uh society's maybe a bit of a a giant um zoom meeting now everyone everyone is online no doubt about that what can we do to make to just ensure that everyone's getting equal access to online what can we do to uh Decide if, um, you know what, if someone wants to get drunk off their ass and start posting on Facebook about how they just, they don't feel right um, and they got to get something off their chest and it's incoherent as fuck, but it kind of, it's kind of seems like maybe they're trying to say that they were wronged by someone and it's hyper specific, but they're, they're trying to be not just like poetic, but eloquent. And they say several times. And I'm not going to name this backstabbing son of a bitch, but they get really specific about who it probably is, but also pull back and get uh, acutely magnanimous and, you know, just proclaim after a long format post that they are actually above doing a long format post on Facebook. I mean, if you want, I don't usually do this, but yeah, if you, if you want to get that fucking drunk off your ass, you should have that right. Amen. And if you want to take that that week's earnings and go to the tent that's roadside, maybe you got to go a state over to get some of the good stuff. Maybe those laws have changed and it's hard for me to keep track of this stuff about why sometimes you see fireworks in Walmart and why sometimes you don't, depending on what state you're in. I think we also just have have that chance two or three days before the 4th of July and the 4th of July and the two or three days after that to recover maybe get out of jail, maybe fix the hole in your drywall or in the side of your garage 
or in the or the or maybe that you kicked out a window maybe you threw something through your window now you got to get that window replaced but if everyone's off so do you feel like july 4th is that rowdy of a holiday I feel like it, it needs to be let to be that rowdy. We, we've been we've been caging ourselves, and if we really had a revolutionary holiday, yeah, it needs to be much a revolutionary bigger. mindset. Here, here's here's what I guess we're getting to here as we're as we're throwing these ideas out there and having a conversation about this is that July 4th is a revolutionary holiday, right? It should be. So you need to have a revolutionary time party party like it's a revolution that's right and, that's right and i don't know why we're not I can't answer i can't i, I think that. a lot of people do i remember yeah. in college i mean fourth of july was yeah jean be. shorts and mm-hmm. american flag tank tops and just a big old party somewhere. yeah why and maybe I, maybe it's just me, but the older I get, it's more like apathetic towards it. That's what I was saying. You know, when you're a kid, you kind of have this uh, very American baseball fireworks. You go with your friends, you hang out, you party, you party more, you party more, and then you just get apathetic to the whole thing. Maybe I shouldn't be so apathetic towards it. Okay, I see what you're saying. But maybe you're ready to take the party into your own hands, and you're ready to lead your neighborhood in the, the, per, the party parade that it needs to be. The block party that I think all Americans could really, they could understand. Like maybe we're, maybe we're asking too much again of our leaders to have them do anything. What we need is just temporary valve uh, release. Because the, the pressurized container that is um, the American landscape is maybe about to blow. Uh, but if we just uh, take the, take a little nozzle leak, take some of that pressure out, maybe we get uh, the right type of uh, frequency harmonizing that can carry us through a, a potential volatile summer. Could be a real wacky one. I think we're all we're all seeing the signs of possibility that the average American will just easily lose their top more than ever nowadays. <laughs> more than ever, right? We're gonna yeah, yeah into oh, a fight with anyone. Angry. We we did that. Road we rage. did the article, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Remember we looked at that article a few episodes ago, where it's mm-hmm. like Americans are more angry than ever before, something yeah. like that. We, I, I'm a big listener of the show, and I, frankly, I get most of my news from the show. So, what our own show? Yeah, that's right. What I might that, say it might sound, thing. yeah, okay, just making sure. Might sound like a record to some, but it's a part of the cycle that feeds myself. We don't actually listen to anything else anymore. No, we just no. listen to our own weekly podcast. Yeah. Um, I'm. I'm. You know, I think this conversation has motivated me to be, to think more towards having, a, or, or move towards having a revolutionary mindset around the 4th of July. Let's, the, the fireworks need to be in your brain, right? Like the, 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 this country was founded by people who 
really had balls. Yes. And you got to get out there and have balls as cojones. Hombre. They, those guys. Amen. Those guys, you know, like Ben Franklin and Thomas Jefferson and George Washington. I know we can't talk about those people anymore because they were white, but we, we really need to, because they, they were some badass people. They had the balls to say, you know what, doc? Leeching my blood sounds like a good idea. Give me the leeches. I got a headache. Give me, <laughs> let's get some of this blood out. Where are the leeches at? You know, George Washington died because he was in his 60s. And he, he every certain day, every day at a certain time of day, he had this pattern. You know, he had retired. He was past being president. And he, he just insisted on being out on his horse in Virginia. And just one of those days came where it was like, I don't know, negative 10 and rain. Like, no, that doesn't make any sense. But it was like as cold as it could be and raining, like sleet rain. And We've he was basically there. out there yep. for four hours when he was 65, like on his horse, because that's just what he did. Because that's just what he did. You know, he didn't say, oh, it's raining out and very cold and I'm elderly. I'm going to stay inside. He said, this is what I do. So he went out there and he did it and he died from some disease in his throat a week later. That's balls. Okay. Yeah. That's balls. Those are the guys that said, this is what I do and I do it no matter what. Yeah. I mean, we can only hope to be that 60 year old man demanding to be on our horse (laughs) And our acreage. Probably watching his slaves do some work at that time. <laughs> Let's put that aside yeah. for a second, okay? Yeah, I mean, they they own slaves and they made a lot of reasoning for having that at that time. They did. Uh, but the horse and the man in nature, there's nothing better for the outside of a man than the inside of a horse. <laughs> There's nothing better than the outside of a horse. No, the outside of a the, man than an inside. There's than nothing the better. Of a horse. That's what you said. Ah, here it is. Vice President Mike Pence archived on Twitter. <laughs> here we go. Said, okay. Mike Pence wrote that on Twitter. No way. I wouldn't say it if it wasn't true. You know me. I'm all. I'm a. I'm a <laughs> well, peak. also we talked about libel. I have a huge uh, facts guy. I'm all about facts. That's what we bring to you, folks. We bring you the facts. Here we go. I don't know if you can read that. Outstanding afternoon. This is VP at VP45. I've often said there's nothing better for the inside of a man than the outside of a horse. President Reagan said it. That's who said it. Vice President Mike Pence is saying it. May 12th, 2017. Better days, folks. Okay, okay. Better days. Uh, but you flip nothing there's nothing better for the inside of a man than the outside of a horse but if you flip man and horse then it gets to be uh it get, yeah. it's an interesting uh, quote yeah okay. let me let me apologize i made that sound way worse <laughs> than it actually is it's actually really good if you if you don't flip it and make a mistake like i made a mistake let me um let me <laughs> let me bite my tongue let me admit there that i'm wrong so we're gonna We're going to hit a retweet on that. Most deaf and like that one. (laughs) 
for uh, outstanding. What, what do we call Mike? Mike Pence is, has an open mic on this show. What do you has, say? Ab- no, absolutely not. He could have overturned the. I'm gonna. We're, we got to cut this now. But I got. <laughs> he was overturned on the election. No. Yeah. I don't need any ties with code, code word J6. I don't know. Any, I'm, I wasn't affiliated with Baked Alaska. I don't know why anyone's saying that. So one more time, this is Mace, uh, listener at home. We have on our screen, we're, we're looking at a tweet of a vice president, Michael Pence. Mike Pence, as he goes by. Outstanding afternoon, period. Quote, I've often said there's nothing better for the inside of a man than the outside of a horse. End quote. Hyphen, prez dot reagan hashtag vp and mt so earlier i said something uh backwards on that i got it i got it mistaken and that's it was funny because if you say it in out of order it's definitely worse than (laughs) the reality of it which um that's just that you know that quote is dangerous to use uh, anyway it's a so. ballsy it is a ballsy quote. <laughs> it yeah is, it's a, but it's get, man getting balls. back to the original point getting mm-hmm. back to the original point op fourth here of we july, go the fourth of july is a revolutionary holiday and you need to have a revolutionary mindset so what are the garbage use points for having revolutionary mindset this fourth of july ryan Point one. Explosions. Point two. Self-defense. Point three. Appropriate time off of work. Point four. Start drilling, DeSantis. <laughs> and point five. Real estate possibilities on wetlands. There we that's, go. That's it. That's your freedom five for J4. You have your freedom five, folks, and we're giving them to you because we know that you're coming to us to stay as ahead of the game as possible. You're going to be talking about all these... Uh, brilliant points these uh, great offerings of um a tactilesman approach you're a tactical guy with honor and valor you have some of the sweetest gear in your cul-de-sac and you're ready to take fourth of july to the next level but what you want to make sure that you got is a is spitting a good game while you're man in the grill so you might not you might be listening to this after the fourth of july it might be on the fourth of july while you're in your garage getting prepared for your day and, and hosting the party that's that's for sure to come uh the americans will celebrate it but we're giving you the freedom five the points for just a better fourth of july because we know you're celebrating and we raise we raise our glass to you listener and we thank you for listening and we thank you for being a great member of uh biden's america we know that you haven't given up america we know that you haven't given up because you're still within earshot and uh apple podcast does not let this go international they were very specific to tell me that (laughs) when i got them on the phone it took a long time to get customer service on the phone and i'm usually pretty good about that i'm usually able to get someone talking to me i make sure to tell them that you know, listen, if, you, if you're not off on the 4th of July, the two days before the 4th of July, the 4th of July itself, and the two to three days after that, then maybe you should think about unionizing. Maybe, maybe that is the way to go. Maybe coming together and saying, I'm going to dilute myself into thinking that I have a possibility to change 
the outcome for myself because God damn it. I have to have some resemblance of a spine to keep carrying on and waking up every day, or I might need just the right amount of vacation. I don't know, folks. What do you think the average American is thinking right now? You're a listener. You are the average American and you cannot forget that. Are you taking this football, this American football, not that whatever round thing is that they play in Europe. You take the American football. Are you going to run with I think this? It's Sokar. Sokar is you what gotta, they call it. You're going to run, run. You're not a cheerleader. You're playing football, American football. You are the average American. And time to stick up for yourself. And, you know, maybe if you got to go back to work tomorrow, maybe, maybe you just don't do as much work because you're hungover and you deserve that. Maybe you're cracking open a sixer of Mike's extra hard lemonade. And maybe you're given a toast of your own and maybe you're getting getting your shit rolling and maybe it is the fourth of july you're listening to or maybe it's the next morning on your way into work and yeah you got a bit of uh a hair of the dog and uh, in your in your center console and you you got your spotify tuned to ryan's playlist hair of the hog southern swampy bog to glitzy canadian prog it's the best jam on uh, a series of great mixes and it's one of the greatest for post drinking uh turning up on your way into work while you're <laughs> taken in whatever did you in the night before or the day before being the fourth of july that is acceptable to day drink is acceptable to get up in the morning and hit brunch really hard because you're excited about the possibilities that fourth of july is going to bring to you amen listen hey it's a sermon is in session and the and the congregation is the American people, the garbage juice listener, and the church is the uh, multitude of platforms that we stream upon. And the listener, you, you're taking all this in and you're thinking to yourself, yeah, I do deserve to be off tomorrow and the next couple of days to nurse this hangover. And I got the fucking HVAC guy coming. I don't want to be around for that. I don't want to have to come back. I don't want to have to leave the office. I don't want to like stop what I'm doing to take a phone call to meet somebody somewhere. I've already got that thing that I got to do that I don't feel like doing. (sighs) And all these things are piling up and you, you listener, you deserve to kick your feet up and party like you're back in college town party and and with the price of things now you're gonna have to drink keystone light just to afford whatever you're gonna get into by the way you show up to the one party that you're invited to with a pack of the cheapest light beer that they make on earth that they sell (laughs) your what is like and you're telling natural ice and you cover it up not even natty light natural ice natural ice you got a 12-pack of naturalized. Like a good homeless beer. You're covering up the reason that you didn't have enough money to buy the IPA that you wanted by saying, no, nah, I'm going for a nostalgia thing. I'm thinking what it feels like to be back when I'm 21 again. I'm drinking like I was a dec- two decades ago, having a you know, cold ones with a round of the fellas. No, it's, uh, it's actually really good. And then you finally get enough drunk people to chug one with you, but they're already drunk and their palate's already wiped away on... Uh, uh, some hard seltzer or IPA or new uh, uh, Kolsch lager, whatever. 
that's just going to blast away their palate. So they're not even going to taste it. And it's going to hydrate them the way that water would because they're already drunk and way beyond being able to taste it. Your cheap light bullshit that you bring. Um, and they're going to, they're going to agree with you. Yeah, it actually is good. I'm going to have to get one of these the, the next time I buy some booze and they definitely won't remember. And in that moment, you'll feel a little bit better about yourself in your own financial position. We're doing great as a country. We all, we all know that there's not, there's no better a time to be an American than during the 4th of July. We see it every year. Uh, applications to be citizenship will spike this time of year every year. That's right. There's, there's a lot of studies about this. People going to get their American citizenship. We'll see the numbers kind of the way that um, applications to join the military increase after every Top Gun. <laughs> it's just why I've also put out a, a bullet point about the effects of producing a Top Gun with Tom Cruise every year for the next 29 years. And I've submitted that to the desk of Biden. Hopefully we'll hear back from that soon. We need to take on getting, um, getting together on the seriousness of seriousness of Fourth of July, for the sake of um, for the sake of the country, um, take we're, we talk about taking the party to a to a different level, a more a revolutionary turnt. level. That's right. What could be more turnt than revolutionary? You want to get together with as many of your friends as possible. We're going to get away. Prediction time. We're going to get away from the micro parties. We're going to get, we're going to lean heavy into the macro party and the block party. Nothing better. So I think it's going yeah. to go in the other direction. No, because right? no one Wouldn't has any friends. Other... <laughs> it used to be some people had some friends. Now no one has any friends. So it's going to be. You just got to show up somewhere. Yeah. It's going to be like the, there's a weirdness between who you're going to be able to interact with. You're no longer, you're no longer in a life where you go to work and you meet people and then you go to the bar and you meet people. Those things are becoming harder and harder and almost illegal. That, that's now, why that's, I, I don't even know how to make friends anymore. Right. Like how would right. you even go about that? You meet, you meet like a, I meet like other dads, you know, and what you going to uh, do, you're going to start, you're going to start the 4th of July, the way that you would start college game day Ooh. as a as a collegiate man Ooh. yourself as an Ooh. underclass underoccupied Ooh. freshman sophomore junior senior yeah, i don't think i can do that anymore into undergraduate schools of your can you explain what that means because we might have some folks from the northeast and from the West that might not understand exactly what a Southeastern game day means. What is the itinerary for a game day? You're 20 years old. You're waking up. Uh, it's a, it's a, let's call it a 8 p.m. start. That's usually the best.
like a 7 or 8, 8 p.m. starts a night game, big game. What is that day going to entail? Typically, we're looking at the undergraduate college-going American waking up as early as you possibly could imagine and start drinking. The culture that surrounds you in as Lee mentioned, a southeastern college. This is not just a Southeastern thing anymore. Uh, state universities, public schools, uh, schools with large sports programs or sports programs of any size, really. When you can come together around whatever that school's biggest sport is for a reason to drink, it gave you purpose to get out of bed. And some days, not only get out of bed, but you would literally have to set an alarm clock and you'd be so hungover from the night before because of course it was friday night it's the weekend to, you're yeah, waking up it's the saturday weekend. morning the weekend will start on a thursday afternoon and you'll tell your friends that when you're hammered drunk on thursday night make it to maybe one class on Friday because you're in a lot of pain. And then you attempt to go to the gym sometime that day, Friday. Maybe try to get some assignments done. Maybe you complete them. Maybe you're way too focused on the party that you're about to throw at your house and the amount of cakes that you're going to get. You take on the role of party planning commissioner for not just your not just your house, but for your entire block. And you make sure that everyone is well aware via a Facebook message. Well, 
And this is this is the Facebook that was before your grandmother got on it. And you're allowed to share realness. And the realness might be gone, some people say, from Facebook. But uh, I, I like to believe that it's still there somewhere. And you're sharing great, great images and great um, theories about what will need to happen. And you're communicating um, with a limited amount of text messages because texting wasn't done at such a rate. And most of the interaction with the crew is going to be done in person because you're going to live with uh, three to five other people in your communal living style situation. Potentially way more. And, way more. And you're going to, but your network of who your neighbors are is going to be tighter than any real world scenario. So your base of party could easily be 25 to 35 people without much effort at all. To think about how much effort it would take to get 35, 35 people, people together at your home now would be a, a, an amount of money and a amount of overhaul. That, I'd have to give people a year of notice. You would have to really be telling them that you actually died and you're coming back from the grave to put on your own funeral. Maybe a society and a community that, um, that COVID took away from us. And perhaps the college game day could be a big part of the American Rebuilding Great Again playbook that will hopefully be co-signed by 2024's dual presidency of Dr. Donald Trump and Professor... <laughs> Joseph Robinette Biden. And like I said, we're all about predictions here. We've never been wrong about a thing. We've given all of our listeners some of the greatest uh, hints and insights and tips about taking their, you know, you know, to when to buy, when, when's a good time for the housing market, when's not a good time. Um, there's a lot of financial advice that, that a lot of people have taken to the bank, a lot of advice on uh, crypto. Um, and you know when to be a, a holder and when not to be. We've given show advice on what's worth watching, what's worth skipping. Uh, but the Fourth of July is a is a college game day type experience, and the college game day is something that every American, like the Fourth of July, should have equal access to. You should be able to have that game day experience without having to pay all that money to go to college. But the experience that you have to buy in to have that network i mean maybe maybe there is a price tag on that maybe we can start facilitating massive fucking block parties because yeah. it's all going to need to be like a mixer because we forgot to meet each other we forgot how to continue to get to know each other there was a time where maybe we felt like we leveled off on our ability to meet people as you know millennial adults as we are yeah or maybe, maybe listener, maybe you're a little bit younger, or maybe, um, maybe you're a little older and someone, someone did some parental controls on your smart device and you don't know how to change the station. So this is the only podcast that you, <laughs> you don't know. You don't know if it's radio is the way we're talking. Like it's radio. You don't know it's recorded content. So let's bring it back to the college game day experience. Right. That's what you're, that's the message yes. for the, 
You deserve, that's what it is. You deserve the college game day experience, whether you had it or you didn't, or you won't, or you can't afford it. The the every man, every woman, every person um, should have that. I think we get, I think we create a world where we give equal access to that party. Then we create a world where everyone might have the opportunity to be the person that they, they can really be. And then we can maybe get back to socializing a little bit more. Just drop a keg somewhere. Just drop a keg. Just, just put a keg down somewhere. Drop a keg, drop a pin, and drop a hashtag. That's the message. <laughs> That's your message for a revolutionary 4th of July. Revolutions um, are coming, folks. And you're listening to this, and hopefully... Uh, this doesn't make it out. Um, I know that there can be a delay in um, when um, Apple and Spotify and Patreon actually release this stuff because it, they're, you know, we back up their servers every time we, we release with the amount of traffic on them. Uh, I know that that's happened a few times, but hopefully you're, you'll be able to listen to it. Um, Fourth of July, America's Day, America on the world stage. What do we got? We need we need some of the best to step up to make that party happen, to keep that dream alive, to soothe the agony inside us all. Right. The willingness right, to right. rip off our neighbor's head because they looked at us wrong. We don't know them. Why are they looking at us? Oh, it's because I'm standing on my roof with a with my shirt off. That's probably why. <laughs> okay. That's well, fine. Fair enough. Well, I think we've inspired people to get out there and just to do it, you know, and I think we're going to see news reports of the revolution starting party revolution, let's say the gathering, the social, the communities coming back together. And we've we've had discussions on community in the past, and it's really just about rebuilding community. You know, community isn't owning the same NFT as some guy halfway around the country. It's getting out there, putting your foot forward and throwing a damn good party hey and that's what the fourth of july is about that's what when they signed the declaration of independence that's what they had in mind hey goddamn man well i'm gonna i'm gonna say we've covered some really great ground tonight having a lot of pointers to take away on creating the best fourth of july weekend for our listeners for ourselves for the great people of this great nation uh 259 years old the the golden years are are well we're well into our golden years who knows what's in the future um we'll have so much wonderful opportunity to take this week and be sure to keep all of our values aligned our revolutionary spirit uh explosions self-defense um what was the third one again point one explosions point two self-defense point three appropriate time off of work point four start drilling desantis and point five real estate possibilities on wetlands we're gonna give you uh just this the strongest points for a wonderful week ahead, a fantastic 4th of July 
revolutionary partying, getting together with your neighbors, learning how to socialize again, learning how to have fun. We're not going to go super dark into this summer. We will not cast up into war. We will cast up into beer pong tournaments. We will cast it to waking up like it's college game day. Hell yeah. Like you do not have to do anything that weekend or whatever you need to do. You could probably do it Monday morning before class. And you're going (laughs) to, you're going to, you're going to go back to work and you're going to say, I want to fucking fuck off. I want to kick my feet up because it's the 4th of July, baby. And this job will get done or it won't, but I don't need. (laughs) Ain't no one's going to die. I don't need, I don't need to worry. I'm going to take a a tall sip of my brown bag under my desk or in my center console. And I'm going to get this fucking job done. So salute to you. Good people of this great podcasting land. Um, We wish you all the best. Good night, sweet prince. Good night. Jumped in the camp, here I am for the first time Look to my right and I see the Hollywood